Content warnings for this video game are listed in the podcast description. survival horror game club podcast or book club podcast anyway i'm grace and i'm with my co-host rose hello silent hill silent yeah we're talking about silent hill 3 (laughs) it's the third one we're having a silent hill day today i mean not really i get get, (laughs) on my end it's all like uh uh we both had weird days and on my end, it's all like medical bills and ah. such and such. I'm, I'm uh, sick with probably COVID and there's raining. There's a hurricane. So, oh, right. God. Well, yeah. that is, that is closer, I think, to the Silent Hill vibe. Those are the, yeah, those are the vibes today. Um, so if, yeah, I don't know. This is going to be are... a weird one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we played Silent Hill 3. And uh, surprise, surprise! It's 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 good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I think, I think this, this is this is this is way more of a grace game than it is as a rose game. I think. I think that's probably true. Um, the other thing I was gonna say is that I literally beat the game thirty minutes ago. I so watched walk, I watched a walk through and finished it fifteen minutes. Ago. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> So this is just to say, um, this is this is, these are hot takes, like quite, yeah. l- you know, literally, and so, th- you know, that is perilous in in some ways. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, were you? Uh, I don't know. Were you more middling on it, or sort of? I uh, think so. I think everything before everything before the uh, the hairy death scene, mm. I was into, and then. And then once it became about Silent Hill, it just lost me, like, a lot. Huh. Um, it huh. kind of got me back with the stuff at the end with, um, what's his face? What's his Vincent? Name? Vincent! How could I forget? All the Vincent and Claudia stuff is good, I think. I think it's really fun. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, I'm definitely but, in agreement there. But I felt like a lot of it was... Uh, kind of wasted potential because they had to make a sequel to silent hill one <laughs> don't find that compelling yeah see i guess i kind of feel like because that was actually my big worry going into this was because two kind of takes it off in a different direction and three is kind of uh, attempt to like reconcile one and two basically like so aesthetically where, as well yeah. as like yeah, in yeah, terms yeah. of like, how does the Silent Hill in two also exist alongside the Silent Hill that's in one? Yeah, and to the point where like, yeah, when you get yeah. to the bar, I'm like, this is not this game. Get this out of here. <laughs> what the fuck? This, this, this is not the same world. <laughs> Stop lying to me. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I guess I, uh, I, I like that stuff just because I think the idea of like something happens in Silent Hill seven years, seventeen years ago. And then it sort of breaks, 
and there's all this sort of like psychic wreckage i mean i guess this is kind of like a stephen king idea too um there's all this like you know (laughs) (laughs) they read stephen king (laughs) (laughs) yeah they did um and uh you know and so entering silent hill like changes your your perspective and so the, and sort of the like the reality of the sort of cult stuff is also called into question a couple times or like what exactly is this just like claudia's psychic residue basically you know right um although vince vincent says that and vincent is definitely full of shit so he's full of shit this is that scene is a debate still hotly contested and it's fucking vincent what are you talking about clearly yeah yeah full bullshitting <laughs> Yeah, well, I I loved the bit where he's like, "You enjoy the killing." Yes, <laughs> it's so funny. It's uh, so funny. Yeah, but he's also he's... like, "They're monsters to you," <laughs> yeah. which is like, which is like, one, it's his religion, so of course he would say that. But also, yeah. no, but I just, yeah, he's just, it's so, it's so funny that he's like nominally on on Heather's side, and it's just constantly antagonizing her. Because he just can't help himself. He's a messy bitch who loves drama. Yeah, no. Uh, the last scene with him was sold me on, on him as a character, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, so we've kind of gone over some general feelings. So basically the plot of this game is it, it picks up 17 years after Silent Hill 1. The baby at the end of Silent Hill 1 is now <laughs> a teenage girl who, you know, is hanging out at the mall and stuff. Like, and... Yeah, you know, and this the cafe inside of the mall where you wake up from. <laughs> um, right, because you were sleeping. You had yeah. your Silent Hill dream. Because the game opens and you're in a little, you know, like, uh, I think, does 2 have a similar thing as well? Am I no. making this up? No. You start. 1 has a similar thing. Right. Yeah. Right, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, and how far did you get in that level, by the way? Uh, in the mall? No, in the amusement park. Oh, I... I don't know. I got three or four rooms in. Okay. I think you beyond can... the... Yeah, because... So the way it goes, like, you can... You can just die in the first room, and then the game will progress. Right. Um, or you can get up to where the roller coaster is, and then, you know, same thing happens. It cuts the right. up. I think I got... I think I got close to where the roller coaster is, and then there were like five or six enemies that just all murdered me, or yeah. something. Yeah, because I did get I got went inside the little shop, you know. Yeah. Um, and saw all the. I thought the bunny would be more involved, and maybe that's just because nope. there's merch. Yes. But there's just a little. It's just bunny. It's just bunny. Um. Anyway, and so yeah, so she has this dream about the amusement park, about the Silent Hill amusement park. Wakes up. She meets this private eye guy, Douglas. Mm-hmm. And Douglas is like, hey, I want to talk to your dad. And Heather's and, like... And Douglas, they pulled him straight out of that PS1 CD era voice <laughs> acting. It's kind of incredible. It's great. <laughs> I love Douglas. The entire time I'm like, the entire time I'm like, this has to be on purpose. This is too bad not to be on purpose. <laughs> um, and then he... Which I should say, like, I should oh, say, sorry... The HD version they redubbed it, and I need to go back and listen to it. Oh yeah, because terrible. I this is the thing is, um, 
this is a kind of a similar thing to Silent Hill 2, I think particularly with Heather's performance, where it, like I was yes. the first like, huh? And then by the end I was like, oh no, I this was like this is actually great. Like th- this feels yes. intentional the whole time, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I don't. It has a sort of idiosyncratic quality that I think would be really hard to direct in a voice acting studio now. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so yeah. So I would be very curious. Uh, it's. I mean, it's got to be. be- it's got to be better than Troy Baker, right? Right. Got to be. I don't right? know what the cast. I don't know what the cast is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. But I will look it, into that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so she goes into, and this is actually one of my favorite bits of just like horror in the game is she goes mm. in the bathroom to hide from this private eye guy and, and climbs out the window yep. and then she's, she goes through the alley, turns back into the mall and then she's in Silent Hill. Basically yep. <laughs> she opens the door and there's beasties and it's Silent Hill time now. And like that there's is a, There's a, there's a van parked in the the right alley. yeah and she's like how the fuck does this <laughs> <get here?" laughs> yeah i actually i think um i think this is the funniest silent hill game and i don't mean that in it yes. i think in it in an intentional way i think it is yes. funny um i uh and i think heather is like a big part of making that work um but sure. yeah it's just yeah it's good stuff anyway so yeah turning into the mall and then basically she's she finds out that you know she begins to remember because she has all these repressed memories that she was this child from silent hill and that she lived like a whole other life as this other woman you know Alyssa and claudia who's like this um you know uh cultist cult priest priestess lady is trying to resurrect god or birth god like you know that was the goal in number one and um, so she kind of keeps getting pulled. She's trying to get home, you know, and goes through the subway and an office building and stuff, but keeps getting pulled into kind of this other world and causing her trouble. She gets home. Her dad is dead. And th- this is sort of the thing is the game is pretty coy that it's a sequel to Silent Hill 1 for the first little while. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think you could pick up on it pretty quick, um, but, it, you know, it doesn't like state it outright. And then you like... Mm-hmm go home and uh bloody Perry Mason from the first game is sitting on the couch, right? So that it's like, oh okay. <laughs> um, um can I put a pause on this real quick? Yes. The dub voice for Heather Mason in the H D collection is the current voice for Ray Ayanami. <laughs> oh oh okay. Sure. I, I wanna go back and listen to that now. <laughs> Uh, sure yeah anyway. wow that's oh, wild did so did, are you okay i guess this it's chaos episode so are you are you an original <laughs> dub person or are you a new dub person or is that a distinct or is everybody an old dub person and nobody likes a new dub for person? silent hill no for uh for evangelion <laughs> oh i just mean that she is oh she's both like she oh did the, she okay. did the original ray ayanami voice and she's in the rebuild Oh right, um, but she's not I'm in that. I am excluding Netflix from this. Um, oh okay, okay. I that, just that's... mean the. Uh, I just mean rebuilds like current like. Right. Kind of okay. Stuff. I got you. I got you. I understand what you mean now. Okay. That that answers my question. <laughs> um. All right. If I ever get around to Evangelion, then I'll probably watch that original, dub. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Anyway, and so she realizes that she has to go back to Silent Hill. 
Douglas shows up again and drives her there. And, um, you know, and it's kind of on the drive there that she kind of gives the whole spiel about what the deal with Silent Hill was, basically recites the plot yeah. of one, you she know. remembers now. Yeah. And so, um, and then it's kind of like Silent Hill stuff. She goes to the hospital again. There's hospital stuff. Uh, we can kind of talk about that as that comes up. Um, mm-hmm. I think nothing really plot. Well, he said, well, you kill Claudia's dad, who's like a monster. And she's upset about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Vincent has shown up at this point and he's like, believes in the same God as Claudia, but is in some way oppositional and like leads her to go kill Leonore, who's Claudia's dad. Um, and so they're starting to fight, you know, and, um, and then she, yeah, she goes to like the amusement park, which leads down into this big chapel network and kind of, this is sort of where, like, all her identities kind of start to converge. She begins to, like, speak as Alyssa and, like, visit places that she was as a kid and remember things yeah. about being there, right? Um, anyway, she goes in to this, to, like, the deepest level of the chapel. And uh, Vincent and Claudia are there fighting. And Claudia fucking stabs Vincent in mm-hmm. the back. And, uh, and then... Get hit. Yeah. <laughs> saw that saw that coming from a mile away. <laughs> well yeah, he's literally like why he's like literally like kill yeah. this bitch. <laughs> Fucking get it over with. Yeah. He turns he turns his back to her. What a moron. What a moron. I mean listen, when you're Joker fight, nothing matters. <laughs> yeah. Um anyway, and then um Heather starts to give birth to God. Mm-hmm. And um, remembers that her dad gave her like this necklace, and inside of it, there's like a Plan B pill, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so she takes that and then like throws up this like, I guess fetus or something, right? Yep. Which Claudia then eats. Yep. And becomes God. That's how it and works. then you and then you fight her. And uh, this is what being pro life is. Yeah, uh huh, and then uh, then you then you win the game and you go home with Douglas. Yeah, um, yeah, that's basically what or, happens. Or you or, play the game the second time and yes. you kill Douglas. <laughs> yeah, which is so funny because the the bit where she so the ending the literal ending is so Douglas's leg is broken and that's why she's he's not with her at the end you know going through the church and stuff. And so she comes up to him and he's like, is it over? And she's like, not yet. Cause you're still alive. And like pulls out her pocket knife and he's like, ah, and she's like, I got you. You know? And it got me. It got me too. Heather got me too. You know, I was like, yeah. Um, I think it's good. I think, I, well, I think that stuff is good. We're missing a key part. Oh, I'm, we're missing key part. Because Heather is like, call me by my real name, actually. Yes. <laughs> call me Cheryl. Don't don't call me by my dead name. Which... Yes. Well, she, that's <laughs> okay. the thing. She has like three dead names. That's what I was just like. Her dad called you Heather. Uh, uh, she cries for her dead dad after killing the final boss. And then she's like, who's that bitch? I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I, I mean, it's like originally, you know, that's like the original name that she had when but she, she was with him. But she wouldn't know that. She, well, there's, a, di- she... there's a diary entry about it. Okay. Yeah, so maybe yeah. Yeah, this is the this is the video game thing. But yeah, there's a yeah. part. There's and this is actually really cool. Is you find like notepads, yes. <laughs> from Silent Hill One, and then you can like read Harry's innermost thoughts. <laughs> yes. Um, and there's some. I think there's some fun ambiguity about that too. That it's like, well, did Harry actually just like write and leave this in this room, <laughs> or right. or is she, you know experiencing some like psychic link to him or is this just something she's making up or you know whatever that's a fun little thing yeah um which she has much more uh personality than the other two protagonists which is nice um it's hit or miss for me but i think that's because there's so much more of it Mm -hmm. like the yeah the cutscenes where she like looks directly in the camera and makes a Silent Hill reference, maybe. <laughs> well, so also out. those are not in the game if you don't have a Silent Hill two save on your oh, thing. Apparently, interesting. Yeah, this is what this is what this. So I I shut it out before we started recording, but the I I used a Silent Hill Memories dot net <laughs> guide, yeah. um, and it was great, and it it uh, you know, points out. It like there's like a little section in the in the unlockable secrets. It's just like every time there's a Silent Hill two reference, that um, huh. you know, and apparently none of them show up if you don't have the save on your memory card. Weird. Even yeah. the cl- even the Maria Knight thing. I assume that the yeah, I'm assume that the club is there, but like the no, part I where... just mean the the flyer on the table. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it says it says so. According to this, it says if if you have a completed save of Silent Hill Two on your memory card, you can experience up to four extra scenes or comments referencing the game, and oh. the the poster is apparently one of them. So I assume the club is there, but the poster may not be yes. or something like that. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Um, yeah. Oh. So I did. I did also laugh at the the because the <laughs> well because the so there's this clogged toilet, you know. Yeah. And so the game's like, do you want to reach in and unclog it? And I'm like, yes, this is Silent Hill. I have to unclog the toilet. <laughs> and so, and then she turns to the camera and it's like, who would ever do something so disgusting? <laughs> right. If she just didn't do it, it would have been enough for me. But Yeah, then... <laughs> yeah. But they got to lean in. Yeah. Yeah, they um, leaned in. But, uh, yeah. Well, because I was, I was just fully in the, in the, like, Silent Hill 2 brain. I was like, I'm probably going to do this, like, five times. You know? Yeah. It's like, uh, key. Yeah. But then Um, she's also like, you know, it's time to roll credits because they beat the boss battle. Yes. Well, I think, okay, so I do think something about that is like, there's kind of a glibness to that. And I think also the ending is supposed to be like a little, there's sort of an implication that, um, and it's, you know, it's not really known how this is like going to shake out. Right. But there's like a question, open question of like. Can Cheryl slash Heather slash Alyssa like remain alive? Yes. And and not and the you know and the god die like are they sort of connected in some way that like right. transcends you know because like Harry already killed God and apparently <laughs> things are still hanging around you know um so 
yeah so i think there is like you're like i understand being like ah <laughs> the, like the meta well, stuff and the, the thing that saves that for me is that after she says that she immediately cries about her dad right yeah yeah um well i think there's sort of a like the the game is kind of i mean you know as much as it's like a little bit silly to frame it this way but like that she's a person who is like experiencing things you know and, and it, it's also it also like is about like cycles of abuse in, yeah in that sort of way mm-hmm. um so it, it works from from that angle as well yeah true yeah um i wish they leaned more into her relationship with harry just because yeah kind of that outside of the diary entries no and i guess i also thought that for some reason i was kind of under the impression that there was more like oh harry was kind of a bad father right. stuff and that's not in the game i mean there's some there's some like should he have taken her from Silent Hill is like kind of a question right. that gets brought up a couple times, right? Um, yeah. But generally, it's kind of like, yeah, like he... And there's also sort of a diary entry that he has where he's like, like I he thought... Had, he, had, he had moments where it was like, it would just be better if I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah, if I but, killed her even, right? But it doesn't... But they, overall, it seemed like a healthy relationship. Yeah, and it doesn't really seem to imply there that like he did anything, right. you know, to her, right? um which is where is because like the yeah which is like the whole thing with um oh my god character name mm. the who was what's the what's the name of the priest girl what's her claudia name? claudia the thing with her dad is like he was like abusive yeah in the service of like this religion but that i mean the game doesn't do much with that at all like, no it's really just it's a way her. vincent taunts her with it Right. Right. And there's also kind of like, like, why are you sad about your dad dying? Like, you know, um, and I think, yeah, I think sort of the, the like interfaith struggle stuff is, is I think like rightfully kind of light in the game, but I think like works. I think also like the, there's the, did you get, did you listen to the cassette that Vincent has? Yes. Yeah. And like that thing where it's like, there's been like a community of believers yeah. in Silent Hill this whole time, and like, oh. what is that like? Is such a great right. like thing to leave open, you know? Right. Uh-huh. You know. Um. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I just wish those two threads were tied closer together, just because, like, two was such a thematic, like, very tightly written mm-hmm. script. And you you just see the places where they made compromises because Konami said makes I don't know one, which is fine. Like I think for the most part it works okay. It's just it, it's not as clean or as like yeah. evocative for me as mm-hmm. those two was. Yeah, which, I think. Uh, oh, go ahead. Finish your thought. Sorry. No, I just I was just gonna say not every game has to be Silent Hill too, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, did, I, did I think that is sort of the, I think, yeah, so I agree that it's not as clean, but I think that kind of works to make it more evocative for me. And mm. maybe part of it is I'm a sucker for this kind of thing. Like I, this is a, you're going to yell at me for making this comparison, but I thought a little bit about the Matrix Resurrections playing this and just sure. in the way that it's pretty concerned with like making Silent Hill 1 matter in a way that it's like even though it's kind of like in some way the the story is like the stakes are reset right right that it's like oh we're back in silent hill and we have to stop god from being birthed and like and you know there's this woman right who's trying to who's the engineer of all this stuff right yada 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 
Um, but it's like the events of Silent One have all these like tangible and important psychological effects on all the principal characters, right? And part of it is that like Vincent has come into power as like a pastor in this religious community in that time, right? In those 17 years. And that's why it's this conflict with Claudia who wants to like reset things or like, re- you know, and she has been like waiting for something that never happened for a long time, right? And and then also, you know, Heather's been off living this other life and like being a normal person and then has to get like dragged into this thing that she doesn't even remember. Right. And yeah. and the thing is that, like, you feel the weight of that past story in a way that I think a lot of sequels would just not care to do, you know, mm-hmm. or would just be more content to just like, here's the here are the thrills again, you know, yeah. uh, whereas I think this is pretty like trying to do something different at least within that framework you know yeah it sells it pretty well too with heather because like her reaction as a character at least at first is just like i'm just i'm i'm in a mall leave me alone yes yeah i'm gonna go home to my father I, please right. leave me alone yeah i want to get a pretzel and you know and buy a new skirt and, and the, the part where you're walking around and she's like, "Yeah, these are nice clothes, but I'm in Silent Hill right now." So. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Also, um, a gameplay thing that I appreciated was when you get an item before you encounter the puzzle. Heather goes, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, this item I have will help with that." Bless you, Silent Hill. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um yeah i mean do we want to the thing is i think gameplay wise there's not actually that much to talk about it is kind of it's silent hill it feels more refined than silent hill 2 slightly yeah the the menu is really good yes yes it is really good because you don't have to because it's separated into three sections yeah and so you know where everything is yeah i agree uh and then tell um, tell me about william shakespeare uh i gotta solve a puzzle gotta put those books together although i I do think it's cool that like on the hard level there's like a whole poem and it like has all these references to shakespeare so you have to like know like what a fellow is to be able to like (laughs) yeah i think that's actually i think the hard level puzzles like relying on some like cultural Mm. stuff i think that's a fun idea you know where it's like i mean yeah i didn't you know, I played the puzzles on normal because I wanted yeah. to beat this game um, in, you know, in the five hours a lot of time. Yeah, it took me five, by the way. I mean, you watched it Let's okay. Play, so it's not relevant to you, but five hours is about. And it says six on how long to beat, so. There you I was go. Like a little head. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, the scene where you find Harry's body. That shit's good. Yeah. It's, I, um... Oh, go ahead. My sorry. one nitpick with this, and mm-hmm. this is the whole game. This isn't just this scene. Right. Whenever there's a dramatic scene, it becomes it becomes the chill beats to study to music. <laughs> and it was a little distracting. Yeah. Okay. I understand that. Although I do think generally the music in this game is it's very good. good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But... The moment it's used so sparingly in Silent Hill 2, but it's just the mode of operation here that I'm just like, all right, yeah, the beat doesn't have to kick in for this moment, right? I do love the uh, I love the track that plays when you and Douglas are driving to Silent Hill, 
it's that's good like, yes that's it's a so great good. track yeah um the uh, best silent hill op in my opinion oh yeah it's good yeah i think just that's be- probably yeah uh a fun fact it is sung by the dub voice of the major in standalone complex Elizabeth, oh um, so she sings it's they knocked out a love song they knocked out a catchy love song but because it's a silent hill game the guitars are like 10 percent more distorted and fucked up than it would usually be yeah it's just a love song and it's fucking good it's my shit it's so <laughs> yeah it's uh yeah Banger. oh i think also sort of the way like the 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 music i mean this is kind of excluding the end credits uh tune but like the vocal music in it the pop music i guess um yeah is like 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 the the song that plays when you and douglas are driving in the car the last line is like we are on this earth to feel joy right yeah but it's said in like this dread whisper and right. it's like re- yeah like it's just really like oh fuck yeah and that's sort of the thing i think the like i don't know there is a little bit uh, of kind of the one anime plot here too because mm-hmm. claudia is like i want to make the world new and everyone is going to be fine and you know and like there will be no suffering anymore um but i i think like the way i think sort of the there's sort of, i mean this is also kind of a stephen kingy thing actually the way that they're sort of like i don't we don't really know if claudia knows what she's doing right uh-huh. the, is she like summoning something that she does she know what's up with this guy you know <laughs> does she yeah. really know like who this who this person is and like what this god I mean, yeah, is like and- represents right and like and those, that's, that's good the, stuff that's the yeah that's the striking thing with those last few scenes too where Vincent is just like kind of calling her out on her bullshit, just being like, "You, the world you want sucks, actually." Yeah. Also, I also I built this church. I funded it. What yes. Yeah. About? Which yeah. <laughs> That's so good. You... And also, and also when Heather like pukes up the fetus, she's like, "I don't even know what, what is that. I don't know what that is." Yeah. I'm like, it's the god that you wanted to make. What do you mean? Yes. Yeah. Well, and well, like, and then also just like. I also love that Heather's just like, all right, time to knock a bitch out. And just like, <laughs> just stomp on it. That's like so good. You know, the way I, she's I, like, the way she's like, yeah, my dad killed God. Why? Yeah. <laughs> so it's probably no big deal. Yeah. Like, I think, I think her sort of like, um, the way that she is both like embodies this stuff. Right. And also has this, like this cavalierness about it or sort of like, you know, there's also the scene with Leonard, because that's a boss battle, and she, like, yeah. goes into the, like, weird sewer where he is, which is also a great cutscene, like, very well. Yep. Um, yeah, this is also the thing, is I just don't know how they did it. They just did, unlocked the cheat code they for, just... like, doing fucking great cutscenes. Even even with having orders from Konami, they still care about craft in a way that's so admirable. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just so, like, I just don't... I don't understand. Like this, these are one of the, some of the most influential games ever made, and yeah. nobody is like, let's think about how Silent Hill like frames shots. Nobody thinks about yeah. this somehow. And I let's, mean, uh, let's ooh. cut to inanimate objects that are evocative. Yeah, just because. Right. Like, you don't or ever like, interact. You don't interact with that like spirally thing, but it's there and it's fucking cool. Yeah. Or like. Um, 
Yeah, because there's all those weird gears in the background. Right. Or and also yeah. the cuts to like the Leonard's back, which is all like kind of gilly and stuff. That's and it's yeah. like breathing in and out. And that's it's just really creepy in this way. And I think I was thinking a little bit about how like goofy some of this stuff would be if it was in a movie. <laughs> like oh, yeah. You know, like, if Heather's like, I got a katana, and I'm slashing up this weird doll god. Well, guess what? Silent Hill 3D. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is what I'm saying, is that the movie probably just does that, and it's yeah. like, what are you doing? You know, and yes. it, it just works different. It's not the same medium, right? Like, you can't put on Heather's outfit in real life. It looks yeah. corny. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And this is, like, one of the things that's, like, so weird about and I guess this is, I guess it's good that, that Last of Us is the thing that's getting this treatment because that already wants to be like a HBO miniseries. That is like what is it, what it is aspiring to. But I, I just think so much about The Last of Us during this. Mm, Especially yeah. that scene with, with Harry. Because he, right. he's fucking, he's fucking destroyed. Yeah. He is not a person when she shows up. Yeah, God. I also love the the when they're because she they just put him a sheet over him yeah with flowers with flowers and douglas is like is this what you want to do you know and she's like there's nobody here like what am yeah. i supposed to like that she's just like so alone right and, and that's just like ugh, that's fucking brutal it's great like and that's where the thing oh. is i think like yeah. it's that accumul like the thing that makes silent hill work is kind of this accumulation of effects, right? Yes. That is pretty unique to games. And I'm not saying you can't... I think you can make a great Silent Hill movie. I think it's... I think, in fact, it would be easy, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you have, a, like, a director, like, worth their salt... And maybe that first one's fine. I've heard, like, people like that first one okay. It depends on who you ask. Um, you know... Uh, it's it's kind of... I feel similarly in, in that I kind of like the first half of it, and then it turned mm. into uh, Silent Hill 1. Right, Yeah um so that that's sort of uh um but it's kind of this accumulation of effects and so i think it's like i don't know and just nope somehow i guess and we're gonna see and maybe you know we'll play siren i, I guess i'm curious this is part of like an ongoing question of of the right. safe room project is like do people learn the lessons from silent hill or like what are they sort of taking right. from it and like how is because i just think that's such yeah. a like it feels like a game that is simultaneously monumental and completely forgotten and that's such a, like also, weird like, thing silent hill didn't remember the lessons from silent hill and i know right, that yeah like, i know the hd collection like there's a billion variables like they didn't fucking give the you know they gave it to a weird dev and they didn't give them money they didn't fucking pay him or give them any time but right. Also, you fucking see Harry's whole ass character model in that HD version. Right, yeah. No, and it's... you barely see any of him here. He is just covered in blood. You see like maybe part of his face, but like he is yeah. indistinguishable. Yeah. It's so brutal. Yeah, well, and that's part of what like makes it I mean, yeah, that's part of what makes the horror work, right? Is yeah. the sort of like um, I also like the I, yeah, yeah I like that I just, he's kind of a. I, just, I he, love that they modeled him, and they were just like you. We can't show his face. Yeah, like it's so good. Yeah. One well, the. Uh, do they? It's like because they take the film grain out, right? Too, in in HD. I, I assume. I um, assume I maybe you I, can turn it off. I don't know if it's like taken out, taken out. Um, yeah, I associate but, that with two because they change cutscenes in two, but I'm not sure. Right. 
three. Yeah, it's it's in it's in three also, I think. Um yeah. I mean it's possible that I was just getting some weird emulation effect, but I'm pretty sure, sure. <laughs> that it's uh that it just has film grain in it. Um yeah. and I think yeah, that's like that also is kind of because it, it what's weird, because you know you know what other game has a film grain film grain effect? Uh Mass Effect One. <laughs> I was gonna say Mass Effect. <laughs> and uh in that game i think it's like i think it's really silly i don't know why it's in there um mm-hmm. but in this it's like it's you can i did in fact when i replayed <laughs> that game uh a year a year or two ago um and but here it feels like it's so key to the thing that the way it adds just like a little bit of fogginess to even the yeah. more like like that just feels really important to it and it feels like such a key design choice in a way that like because yes. yeah there's also just the thing is like i don't know how you part of me is like i don't know how you make this hd and that's you know so every time every time i've played an old game i recently as in recently yesterday recently yeah. i bought a game boy advance sp mm-hmm. uh fuck you armor and m specifically <laughs> but Games look so good on the little fucked up screen. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up. Right. Well, and I think that's just part of it is that it's designed like Silent Hill. These games are designed for an, for an HRT. And so they're going to look. But part of it, like I'm playing on a normal monitor. And you it's said just, an HRT. <laughs> I did say an HRT. Fuck off. <laughs> CRT. Uh, anyway, what does CRT stand for? I know I'm showing my Cath- ass here. Cathode ray tube. Okay, I did know that. Yeah, it's got the yeah. ray tubes in there. Yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah, but I'm 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 playing on you know, a monitor. Yes. Like a and it looks great. Yes. That's so, the thing. Um. So that's sort of the if thing you, is I just feel like. Yeah. They just did running the thing. it at yeah running it at original resolution, it does so much. Also, whereas I don't know you need yeah. the blur. Yes, you do. I, I do Those think like, where I do yeah. think like I do think if you were to like properly remaster or HDFI like Final Fantasy seven or eight, I think something cool yes. would come at the other end of that. Right. And I'm yes. not saying like those games look great on a CRT. Right. I'm not out here being like yes. it's superior, but I do think there's something that you get maybe out of or like there's a different effect that would also be worthwhile, you know? Yes. Um, just like how you can like 4k you know uh an older movie and get something cool out of that you know right Right. i think it's like but like i guess i don't know if you could 4k blair witch project you know right and i think this is kind of the same thing they fucking 4k attack of the clones they'll do anything yeah yeah um anyway but that's kind of that's kind of more general stuff silent hill stuff as opposed to opposed to this specifically but just that that was kind of i was just thinking about like the like weird singularity of of silent hill is like a thing yeah um the the scene towards the beginning where you go you see a crt and there's like one or two frames of harry and nothing else oh it's good and the subtitle just says daddy yeah Mwah. a plus thank you yeah so good it's well it's also an echo of that scene with the with the crts yeah. in sound one in yeah. a cool way yeah that's good stuff yeah it's so downplayed though it's so good yeah well because it's just Ugh. one like in the in the one it's a much more dramatic effect right um and in three it's a lot more missable i think um yeah uh 
Yeah, and I guess part of it is I like, I mean, th- this is just filled with stuff that I think is interesting, right? I like Heather as, like, a person who is also, like, three other people, <laughs> you know? Yes. And who are also, like, kind of all existing at the same time, right? Um, and then I like the sort of, like, who am I and how do I like to find myself against this, like, religion that is, you know, destroying but also, like, enabled my life to be at all, right? Yes. That's obviously my shit. I really, did you, okay. So there's the scene in the confession booth. Yes. With Claudia. What did you do in that? My playthrough didn't say anything. All right. So I said, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which I think, I think part, I think that scene is, I mean, does again. And I think this is sort of the evocativeness that I'm sort of kind of trying to gesture at is like yeah. in that moment, she is God. <laughs> right? right. Like, and yeah. she is like, she is the embodiment right for for claudia in this moment and there's also some like kind of like timey-wimey stuff happening there where it's like is this claudia earlier is this claudia like does she leave the room and then lock herself in this confession booth because you had a conversation with her like five minutes ago in the in the chapel right and she just locked herself in this room and like and this is what she's doing i read it i read it as the woman from the first game Mm, yeah she talks about like impregnating somebody and right that's true forcing them to go through this process right so you mean the claudia's mom then or i can't remember her name but yeah no i think that that's like a viable read dahlia gillespie oh my yes dahlia my brain just vomited that out (laughs) (laughs) it's cool you got it um it was not in my brain two seconds ago yeah no, that's a uh, yeah. that's a good. I think that's a good. I and I think that that scene just works. And there's also sort of a question because um, because the way it works once you so, we should talk about the endings a little bit here because I think yeah. it helps explain. So, the the original. There's, so when you play the game the first time, there's only one ending you can get, which is the ending we described. And then there's the second. Then you can get a different ending, which is where you kill Douglas and stuff. Um. And there's a bunch of, like, weird... Basically, every time you get hit and every time you kill an enemy, it accumulates points. Um, yeah. But the single biggest thing you can do... And then if you're above a certain point total, then that then you get the second ending, right? But the single biggest thing you can do to get points is say, I forgive you to the, to the person. Um, that gives you, like, a thousand points. <laughs> Which is funny, because actually I saw the point total at the end and I had, like, 2,800 points. So even with the extra thousand... Not even close. Um, right. I have to like kill a lot more enemies, I think, to to get. Um, but yeah, but I think that's sort of an interesting thing where it's like, is that a moment? Is because she speaks? Is that like putting her in the sort of position right. of God, right? Or is it like what's yeah. going on there? You know. Um, I think that's a great like moment that feels like you could make a big lore thing out of that but instead it le- it leans back and kind of lets you sort of tease out like what it means yeah you know yeah for sure um yeah uh is there anything else we want to talk about we sort of broadly discussed each of the characters i want to talk about the scene where you go in and there's a mirror and a tub and oh a yeah it's good it's good well so you just can't do it you just have to you like wait leave. it out yeah yep Ugh. and then I, isn't it that your model on the other side doesn't move and then you can leave yes oh it's that's good. that's such a good effect yeah 
you know. I do think um, some of that set PC horror stuff, like some of it just really killed for me. And some of mm. it was like, like the when you go on the merry-go-round and it's like all the horses are alive <laughs> and you have to right. kill them. I was like, oh, okay, like, sure, <laughs> you know. Um, when those ladies show up, though? What I'll, What ladies? The Those enemies on the... On the, on the oh, the yes, underground. the, uh, yeah, the, like, clones yeah. of you. Yeah, that's good, too. Yeah, Twitter would have been horny for that. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter probably is horny for it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I yeah, mean, that's... I thought, yeah. That's the stuff I think is, like, the sort of... Like, there's also sort of the... There's the implication that, like, Alyssa wanted to birth God earlier, but now she doesn't, right? And so there's sort of, like, is she... Like, has she continued? Is she part of this person? Or, like, you know... Right. And that stuff is cool. And I think it's also, like, it's such a... Considering the, like, treatment of horror with, like, multiple personalities that's, like, throughout, you know... A bunch of things, and it's obviously can be really dehumanizing, and you know, all this kind of stuff. I feel like Silent Hill Three has a very like comparatively like measured, <laughs> you know, and very humane sort yeah. of treatment of compared it. to two, especially. Oh yeah, like the worst we get is like Heather is like these people are fucking crazy, and I'm like that's not great, but compared to two, I don't know, she's doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and there was kind of a like you know they they do believe in this like irrational thing. And like, I, I think crazy is not the language that I would want to use. No. Right. Um, no. well, when but she, she is... goes up, but when she goes up and meets the father and she's like, I thought you were just like a dude. God. Damn yeah. It. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also like, I kind of, I mean, this is, again, like, a, a, a holdover from two, but there's sort of a, an element that the town is, like, psychologically building around you, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, I also love the um, sound effect that... Cause it's, so it's it's in the opening of the OP. Yes, yes. And then so, plays a bunch when you... When, you st- when Heather starts to remember the past, right? So um, another thing that the remake uh, messed up is that they didn't include that. What? Yes. What? Yes. What? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I can send you a cutscene afterwards. I, I'm like, I'm... That literally, is... that scene where she meets her for the first time and Claudia, she freaks yeah. out. Yeah. Claudia, yeah. Nothing. What? It's such a good sound effect too. It's, well, it's so good, and like, like yeah. it's the motif of the game. Well, yeah, and it's <laughs> also like the it. way it is so because there's that weird. I, I like the presence of the sort of the because the equivalent to Pyramid Head. I hate to say this because yes. it's not really the same, but like the the recurring enemy is like just this guy who like has this weird wheel and is like crawling around, you know, <laughs> yeah. and that's what you see. In, and so then it like it's this image of him like on the wall and there's these two like hanging women right above him Mm -hmm. and so every time you hear it sound that summons the image it's just this really like like it's this evocative thing that like carries a lot of weight throughout the game and it communicates a lot of thematic stuff that's like baffling that they were just like yeah we gotta get rid of that i think it was more we couldn't find the files Mm -hmm. you know yeah that is like a lot of the stories with that because they had like right builds and stuff 
Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. It is. All, I mean, that's also one of the wild things is you think like you think that. And I guess this is like the story of Konami to some degree is that like, you know, they're out here making the best this medium has to offer. And they're just like, whatever, <laughs> like, here's half a bill, like, go make this, you know, exactly. again and, and mess it up. Yeah. Oh, um, here, here you go. Okay. Here it is. Should I live I react? Oh, there's a full. Yes. Okay. Let's see I, if I can I, find I, this. I time stamped it. What the fuck? That's. <laughs> ah! It's not there. <laughs> it's just not there. There's not even music. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. There's like the baby crying and stuff, but the music is not there. It's fucked. Oh, that's so fucked. Yeah. Also, yeah, this looks worse. Mm. Like, just straight. And part of it's the YouTube, right, compression, that I, especially since yes. I'm watching it, like, through a Discord embed. <laughs> but, yikes. Yeah. And especially it's in the... They put it before the love song in the OP. It's important. Just take the clip. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no it's fine that's my hd collection tangent no it's just depressing yeah yeah i mean i think that's sort of the thing i remember like i i don't know this is maybe getting a little too like broad and obviously video games are evil Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but like think, think about like the way like if you watch, like, I mean, today still, but, like, if you watch, like, clips of Scorsese and, like, Brian De Palma from the 70s, and they're like, yeah, like, filmmaking is, like, the great cultural treasure of, like, the United States, and we have to, like, preserve it and, like, care for it, you know, and, like, other people should, like, grow up and see these films and stuff, and I'm not saying there's not, there is, like, baggage with that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to be like, oh, there's nothing, you know, there, there's nothing to like unpack or work through there but just like that there's like a care about the history of the medium and like this like it's like not not necessarily like worshipfulness of it but like this like this stuff is important and it like matters and i just don't think like people think about this way about video games no. generally at all and i think it's, it's the, like it's the it's the top 100 game facts games of all time list right, right. like that's the way that's the closest we get to that kind of thing right right and, that like values qual- quantity, sorry, quality over like quantity and like what is considered good at the time. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's also yeah. so inflected by like mod. Because there's, I mean, this is also the way Silent Hill gets talked about, even though these are games that people really, really like, right, and that are you know well regarded and and obviously very influential. But there's also sort of an element of it that's like, ah, but you know they're kind of dated though, right? Like, right. You know, like I just don't. It, it's just it's baffling to me that this is the way we think think and talk about it right that these aren't like tank controls yeah i don't know like i just i don't, I don't know i don't necessarily be like oh film culture is so much better off because i think i don't think it is but i just think there is like a thing there that it's like oh that's at least approaching something that i would like to have over here yes in game hell and uh, you can support a company that preserves films that's yes the thing. yeah you can get a criterion subscription yeah generally they're okay about it right or like um no i'm forgetting the name but there's a bunch of uh 
vinegar syndrome which is like cult film right. preservation and releasing there's like right. yeah and, and like and obviously there's like film preservation programs and stuff all across the united states yes. and like universities and things and like we're starting to get some of that with games that is like like internet archive obviously there's that like fucked up embracer group museum thing or whatever that they're doing uh that seems bad but like uh you know it is in this camp broadly right um and there's stuff like there's a there's a actually really great like Although this is more of a historical thing rather than a preservation effort, but there's like an LGBT archive, game archive. Um, right. I think that does include links to some of like the first like um, like Gay Blade and a couple other. I'm trying to remember what this. There's like this detective game that like you know like that are kind of the first 80s instantiations of like queer video games. So there is. I yeah. I don't want to say that like nobody is, is doing stuff. this right, but. Yeah. But, but also, and I mean, this is also a problem in film too. Like, yeah. there, like, but like, you know, Frank Cafaldi can like upload a ROM of like whatever NES obscure bullshit game because they're not there's they don't have stakeholders that care about it anymore. Right. Konami still copyright claims Silent Hill stuff. Yeah. If you upload yeah. a video, it's not getting monetized like right yeah and that's part of it is that it's like you know and and this is also because i was thinking about like how weird it is that like um i was thinking about uh eisenstein the the um soviet filmmaker you know who did Mm -hmm. battleship potankin and um yeah you know uh 10 days to trick the world 1918 much you know very important movies right and battleship potankin is like the one that you can find on streaming services right you know and there's not really like a good physical version of any of them right and this is like true of a lot not all like obviously like um there's a plenty of soviet stuff that is like very pretty well preserved and like you know there's a bunch of criterion like tarkovsky and and whatever right um but there's like a bunch of this stuff that's like really important like early film that is just not like that is kind of difficult to get the handle on um and uh yeah so this is to say that it's like it's just a big it's a big issue like across mediums uh yeah but it just feels wild that like even something like silent hill which is so big and so influential and there's so much money behind it and there's just no care for it at all they care enough to monetize people playing it in the current year yeah not enough to like preserve what is there i'm sure they like I'm sure they have a website where they have rerun copies of Silent Hill 2 and 3 or whatever on PS2. Right, but, yeah. Or I guess they don't anymore because those games are shit expensive now. Um, yeah. But. Well, yeah, and that's yeah. also the thing that's wild is like if you want to play it, you know, if you want to play Silent Hill 1, 2, 3, or 4, um, I mean, a couple of them there's have PC n- versions, so you can try yeah. that, but you might have to mod them a bunch or whatever, right? Um, yeah. And then you have the the Xbox HD stuff, which is obviously terrible. And um, yeah, anyway, we've kind of we've gone off from Silent Hill three now. We've gone, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but, but there's just... not there, there's not crucially there's not a PS three Metal Gear Solid pack. That no, there is not. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, that's what that's what one sound effect gets us. Yeah, true. But like, it's important. It's so important. Like, that's the thing is that sound effect matters in a big way. It's really important to what the game is doing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Boom. 
It's such a good, like, because it's also, yeah. Man, just because I'm just thinking about the sound effect again, because it's like the way it sort of has this echoey, like, nostalgic quality, you know, yeah. that it almost sounds like like a lullaby from like a xylophone or something that has yes. sort of this like ting, but it's also so haunting. It's in like my, and then the voice that, you know, the, the like humming drone that comes in after mm-hmm. this. And it's just like all that together, like builds this very specific sonic thing that ties into the image that ties into the way it's deployed in the game. And this, this is what craft is, right? Like this is the, you know, mm-hmm. that it's like, it just carries all this stuff over. Ugh. yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. But yeah, I guess that's sort of the thing, and I guess maybe part of the reason I'm I'm more positive on this than you is I think I find Heather to be such an interesting, like psychologically complex character, and that I think that it allows you to kind of read into a lot of the stuff that happens in the game. You know? Yeah. I mean, when I when I'm talking about it, I'm I'm more positive on it, but when when I'm engaging it with it, I'm just like, this could be better. Yeah. You know, it's fine. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's still, this is the thing, is it's still better than a lot of video games, you know, like, even if you're, you know, I, I don't know, not to be, it's, you know, it's just, it's good. Like, even, you know, Final Fantasy Nine mid, better than a lot of video <laughs> games. better than Final Fantasy, well, I would say Final Hill <laughs> 3 is better than Final Fantasy Nine. Yeah, me but too. But I'm a hater, so. Me, me too, me also, but... <laughs> Uh, but it's just to say that, like, you know, like, Final Fantasy high bat- batting average. First four Silent Hills <laughs> high batting average. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, shoot, I meant to ask you this ahead of recording. Yes. But I was just thinking about our next game and how we want to handle talking about that. Ooh. Yes. What um, are we doing? I, I know what we're doing. <laughs> But I'm, I'm wondering if we want to say it or not. We're doing Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. Oh, fuck. It's Halloween, baby. It's Halloween. Let's go. Spookiest game. <laughs> the scariest uh, game. So uh, what was your question? <laughs> yeah, well, so we figure, we figure since that, you know, I mean, I guess this is implicit. But, like, you know, we're, we're doing horror stuff all the time. So we thought in October we might zig as instead of zag, you know. Yeah. Um... So yeah, Luigi's Mansion for the GameCube and 3DS. And 3DS. So, so here's the distinction I will say. Okay. Someone who loose original Luigi's Mansion I would describe as Resident Evil shaped, mm. and I would describe Luigi's Mansion 3DS as 3DS shaped. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, so take that as you will. If you want the very really good baked in lighting and stuff, oh like right, play sure. The GameCube version. If you don't care and just want to play it in bed, like the 3DS version is fine by all accounts. Mm. Um, but it's a very different vibe and art style. Um, right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I have not. Uh, I mean, I play a little bit of Dark Moon, the 3DS sequel, which is distinct from the 3DS port of Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I will be playing it on the GameCube. So, I'm undecided, but I like playing things in bed. So um, you know, I mean, the thing is, it's not three, that long, right? It's like three hours. Cool. Yeah, that's man, true. that's gonna be great. This is the this is the thing about this podcast that is so good. <laughs> is that like unless we play like unless we play like Resident Evil Six, you know, it's like eight hour games oh are like God. the max. Uh, which we won't. And do. yet, 
and yet it's still hard <laughs> it's still hard yes yes i'm not game club you know sometimes. but yes especially this month uh hell month but you know not as bad as the like two days that heather has in silent hill 3 no two days that's wild yeah it's not that long right it's gotta be like two days it has to be because she immediately breaks down thinking of her dad yeah it's such a good choice it's good yeah well i think also kind of the like ah oh, because at the end of the game when she's like oh you know when he's like oh you're gonna dye your hair back and he's like oh don't you think blondes have more fun and stuff and she's like man she's fucked forever I could not believe that the game ended like that it's a, it's a weird like, choice but i i like just, it <laughs> because i think it's both like both like heather is a really resilient person and she's gonna find you know and she's like been through this really traumatic experience and she's like hopeful that this won't happen again but also yeah. it's like this is still gonna shape her for the rest of her life like it's i think it yes. is like acknowledged but yeah it's very like it's the ending you would imagine it to have but, it's like texas chainsaw yeah. massacre back of the truck covered in blood and being like ah you know and it just it swerves from that in a pretty big way yeah but specifically it uses like language around like reclamation of identity mm. that i'm just like knocked on my ass I'm right like, yeah what? well how did my trans reading get in here <laughs> yeah no it's from? really in there yeah <laughs> yeah uh like yeah yeah no it's uh <laughs> i mean you know i i you know yeah it's stuff it's just good I, yeah i just think the way that like heather exists as like a person who has had like a multitude of parental figures and then also is like that figure to herself and like you know it's just good stuff. i have expected her to walk up to douglas and be like you're my dad now <laughs> <laughs> i you know i i love it's like douglas is so great because he's like what's the detective in batman in the animated series specifically uh, who's like the kind of like like oh i'm a, i'm a detective and i hate the batman and he's yeah. you know he's like a big hulking guy is it bullock bullock yeah he's like yeah, detective yeah. bullock basically <laughs> and so i like him <laughs> <laughs> but oh and also i love the stuff with his son did, did i mean i you remember this i'm sure um when she's about to like go down to the the end of the you know into the chapel basically and he's like yeah my son like died shooting up a bank or like robbing a bank was killed by cops you know because he was trying to you know i don't know he's trying to make money or something like I, I think that like little bit that he has this uh I don't know. I, okay, this is also a thing. I was I was thinking about dad games. I guess this you were also thinking about Last of Us. This is a dad game that like really takes the in, in sort of a broad way, and it's also like, hey, this this like the daughter is like a full human being, <laughs> you know, and she's gonna be treated like one. Um, I think you cut out again, or something. Hello. Hello. I can hear you. Okay. Yes, my power went out because there is a hurricane. Oh, no. <laughs> I am still recording, though. Okay. Uh, sorry if I, like, talked over you and whatnot. You did not. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know what you were saying, but you did not. Okay, all right, all right. Well, yeah, I was just yelling about dad games and how Silent Hill 3 is a game that takes the, like, humanity and per personality and humanness of the, like, daughter character yeah. seriously. 
which is yeah pretty no, rare for sure um yeah um, yeah, I think weird. I'm. I think I'm about wrapped up too. I think this is also one of the things. Is I, I've been having a piece kicking around about um, Silent Hill and like Christian horror, um, and yeah. maybe so. This this maybe more to come from me and more thoughts and feelings about it. But um, you know, but yeah, I think I think I've said what I want to say here and now. Um, thanks for. Yeah. I think this was a fun episode. I feel good about it. But if it's I feel a little good chaotic, about it too. Uh, yeah. So thanks for thanks for you know bearing with that and you know bearing with the like full spoilers basically before we even get to the <laughs> plot of the game. Uh, it's okay. It's, no, they it's know good. what they're getting. Yes, yeah. If you if you're starting the podcast and you haven't and you don't you either haven't played the game or don't care to, then that you're it's playing with game. fire. You know, it's about the game. That's what it is. All right, I'm back on my laptop. <laughs> okay, here you go. The audio quality just I'm back went up. on my computer. All right, but yeah, yeah we yeah. should wrap up because uh, we don't want to push our luck here. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, do we have any emails, I guess? We didn't really we solicit any. I didn't solicit. Well, I didn't so- well, let me... S- somebody might have. Yeah, check. Uh-huh. And, um, and we can answer those questions if there are any. And if not please we'll we'll solicit emails for luigi's mansion and then also be like hey if you want to ask questions about Silent hill 3 yes of course go ahead yeah hi the safe room podcast at gmail.com can you give me a few minutes we may help you with regarding website we designed slash upgrade even development on your site or maybe you're considering a completely new website if you have if you feel it if you have any need for a website please tell us we'd be happy to send you our design proposal and work and past work details um they have a design proposal more. ready for us maybe we should call these guys already ready um that is okay because we are hosted on abnormalmapping.com uh check out the other shows on the podcast like abnormal mapping the game club podcast uh great gundam project which is a dollar on their patreon and also if you like twin peaks I will be recording a podcast with Jackson about Twin Peaks for VoIP Life, which is their $10 tier. Um, you shouldn't sign up for VoIP Life if you just want to hear about Twin Peaks. But <laughs> if you're already subscribed, you might as well listen to it. Yeah. Um, I don't know when that's going to go up, but I'm recording that tomorrow with Jackson. So, Sick. Yeah. All right. I hope you're feeling well and and good while you do that. By the uh, time I edit this, no, I'm going to listen to it back and be like, damn, I had so much energy 12 hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it do be like that. Um, um, yeah, and then you can find me on Twitter at BluestRose430. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Grace underscore Machine. Also, I have a Patreon now, again. This changed oh, since yes. the last episode. So yeah, I patreon.com slash Grace and the Machine. Um, Increase your money. Yeah, please. Actually, I'm like, not to like do the whole thing, but you should give me money. It would be nice. <laughs> Grace is good. Give her money. She does well. Good things on the internet. Uh, thank you, thank you, Rose. Uh, I I hope you wouldn't come on this podcast and not like the things I write. <laughs> that would be rude. Marxism. <laughs> what is that? Um. Yeah. So yeah, next time we're playing I'm Luigi's d- Mansion. I'd explain to someone why bragging about pushing a communist was uh, bad optics for a queer dating profile. Oh. Um, 
anyway, until next time, <laughs> see you later. See ya. Thank <laughs> you.